Julie. Oh, hey, Julie. You again. How's it going? This is it. This is the Big Brother fan podcast. Hey, Julie. Yes, that's I'm what. Danielle. Oh, hi, Danielle. I'm Brett, and uh, we talk about <laughs> Big Brother here. And uh, we had an interesting episode on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we la- we left off Thursday with Victor being evicted, um, and we all knew that Bridget had become had head of household at that point. And but we didn't know who she was going to nominate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, <laughs> I mean, and uh, it was it was like it was really interesting. I, I, I felt kind of bummed when she won. I think the nation felt bummed. So it was like, oh, this is going to be boring. Yeah. Frank mm-hmm. instantly was in her ear and telling her everything she wanted to do. It, it didn't seem like she even really wanted to be head of household because she kept going. She went up to James, who she never even chats yeah. with, and was like, "Who should I nominate?" I know. And he gave her good advice, which is like, everyone's going to be in your ear, nominate who's best for your game. But the thing is, and this, some people have said this is a strategy, you know, it's the I'm so nice, no blood on my hands strategy that like, oh, I could never even dream of think of putting anyone up. So yeah, Frank, tell me who you'd want to put up so that she can blame him if shit gets rough in a way. But I hate this strategy. As she says in the beginning of the episode, my gameplay is friendship. I hate it. I hate hate it it so much. Well, (laughs) I think she's actually being a little hypocritical, too, because later in the episode, she says, I don't want the house to think I don't have a backbone. When it's becoming clear to her that everyone thinks Frank is manipulating her. She's actually in a great position for the beginning of the game. She, you know what? She's never going to win the game by being the cutthroat player. She's going to win the game by making it to the end and being everyone's best friend and being the person who cooks for everyone. She should know her role in the house. She should know the archetype she's playing. And she should know that no matter who goes out this week, if everyone's going to be mad at Frank at the end, that's a good thing for her. She was kind of getting upset that people were were like not taking her head of household seriously and thinking that it's Frank. <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect for the beginning of the game right now. You want to just keep getting along further in the game. Yeah, I mean, but that's what I don't like. I think she, she's now realizing that, well, or I don't know when she realized that that's her strategy and that's the way she's going to make it to the end, but I don't want her to make it to the end like that. That's annoying to me. I want her to get cut. Get cut? Yeah. You want I mean, her to just lift some weights, go hang out with Victor, and just get cut? Yeah. Different. Well, <laughs> You mean in a different way, right? Yeah, <laughs> but she has now proven herself to be a little bit of a comp beast. Just by winning one like random Plinko game? Uh-huh. I guess I, I shouldn't talk <laughs> about uh, anything else. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. I mean, she's only, yeah. Um, and and Frank wins the roadkill again, and he's acting like Victor, Victor this time around. He's like... Uh, He's so you, cocky. Did you win? Oh, that's, that sucks. Because I won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's so cocky. Some of the comments, like, I mean, I wanted to talk. Hashtag I mean. I want to talk about. Um, can we talk about Corey for a little bit? Yeah, we can talk about Corey. And then we need to talk about Frank's uh, arch in this episode. Because yeah, I, I think- thought it was a stunning bit of television editing that. Did well, like really portrayed the story well. I think it was a great episode, um, and that was kind of the main thrust of the episode: is the 
the fall of Frank, how the house turned against him mm-hmm. and, and what he did to do that. So do you want to talk about that first or do you want to talk about uh, Corey's <laughs> Corey? Because I have some things to say uh, about Corey. There's not a lot of meat to the Corey. Uh, so maybe we should get just get it out of the way. Corey in the, Corey's edits in the episodes are just him being a total buffoon, <laughs> which I'm not mad at. <laughs> so Tiffany goes up to Corey and is like, Hey, Corey, we're on the APAC together. I have a feeling I'm going to get nominated. What do you think I should do? And he's like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he doesn't even say, I don't know. Uh, he just keeps going, I mean, you see, trailing off. You see online people make charts of how many DR sessions we cut to in each episode and who gets what. When was the last time you remember seeing Corey give a DR session? It ha- it, I don't know. It can't be for I, episode. Other than the time he hosted the like something, I can't. I don't even know if he did a DR session there. He might have. I'm assuming because he got a lot of FaceTime there. But he never gets any on air DR sessions because he is probably terrible in there. We're probably yeah. going to get a super cut. In four weeks, I think they did this with Clay because he he mumbles a lot or or stutters a lot. They did the supercut of him fucking up lines in the DR. I think <laughs> we're gonna get that in like three weeks when production is like we we brought this guy in here and he hasn't given us twenty seconds of clean audio. No, and poor Cole. he's serving a lot of beefcake, but not a lot of word cake. Um, yeah. he. Is very good looking, I must say. They did a very flattering thing about uh, Nicole's crush on him. Mm. And he did look good, I must I gotta give him snaps. He looked good for a Trump supporter. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I mean, wait, hashtag I mean. When you think about it, it is a kind of, it is a smart thing to do. And it is um, uh, when it, a conversational, it's sort of what, um, fortune tellers do or tarot readers or people like that they just let you fill in your whatever you want to hear and that's sort of what he was doing with tiffany he wasn't aware that he was doing it but he just let her talk by saying the absolute minimum and letting her talk herself into whatever she was going to get into anyway at my job at cracked this week we interviewed a hostage negotiator and he worked for the fbi and he said People will just tell you everything you need to hear. All you have to do is listen. And that's Corey. He's just the FBI lead international kidnapping negotiator. Yeah, I think the only problem is listening for Corey is not so much retaining information as it is. I think he's picturing like an animated cartoon sequence in Mm -hmm. his mind as he listens. And that's just a permanent television show running through his brain. Two foxes working the little, the little seesaw railroad thing, the little manual cart. Yeah. That's what he's. Yeah. Or like, or uh, what's it? The frog from Bugs Bunny, you know, like, hello, my baby. Hello, honey. (laughs) Like that over and over again. I feel he's a little bit almost, I heard this, it was either an essay or someone just said it somewhere. Uh, someone said this about Keanu Reeves, that the reason he is a good and successful actor, despite being very blank in the emotions, is that people – he's a blank slate that people project themselves onto. Oh. Corey is that. Yeah. 
I mean, Keanu is my prince. Yeah. Corey doesn't deserve to swim in the same sea of bullets in the Matrix. He's but no, he's no John. <laughs> Wick. He's no John Wick. Cool. No, not at all. Um, but good for Corey. He's swimming along. He's floating along. He's getting his flirt on. Mm-hmm. Do you think Corey and Nicole would ever last outside the house, or even look at each other? No. No, I don't no. I don't understand it either. I just I mean, she just thinks he's really hot and they don't even really say it doesn't seem like they say anything to each other. Hayden from a couple years ago was fun, funny, engaging. Maybe not like personality. Personality. Maybe not the smartest guy in the room, but just like he was a bright, shining star. And yeah. Corey's just a a slab of meat on a hot summer day. Yeah, and he's he's withering away for being on slot for a week. Oh yeah, Corey can't handle it. This is going to affect him big time. He sleep he can't sleep in that tiny little. Oh, no. He's six five or something. Oh. Six four maybe. He's tall. And you have to sleep in there. They won't let you sleep anywhere else. He's just been staying up so that he doesn't have to go in there. <laughs> he's going to be writing on the walls, <laughs> seeing people. He's going to be like Jack know, Nicholson and shining at the end of the week. I look forward to it. Um, Corey. All right, let's get into Frank. Let's get into the meat of the episode. So it starts out with the a montage. Frank and beans of the episode. Oh, it starts out with a montage of him being forward with the ladies. Doing a little but in a, fun. It, like the music is fun. A little rough, like a little rough housing in the pool. A little like tickling, um, and then it gets sinister. And things take a turn. Yeah, we all thought we're watching this, and we all think, "Oh, Frank, he's a fun guy. He likes to rough ass. He's just a big kid at heart." I know. I know exactly where this montage is going. I'm aware of what's happening on the live feeds. I know how they're introducing this concept, and they're going to show a bunch of the shit that goes down. And I know what goes down. I knew that Davon was going to cry. I knew. All these things that were going to happen. And I'm watching this montage and I'm like, oh, come on. He's just playing with her in the pool. Oh, I thought he's just having a little tickle fest. All right. lives matter. Come on. <laughs> and no, but then it, it, you know what? It. No one asks you to say that. No one asks you to give you permission to do that stuff. And you know what? Once or twice, some of that stuff is all right. But on a, on a constant basis calling people the words that he said the shut your damn mouth thing was awful and it's well it's like stuff like that relationships like that i can totally see in in frank's brain they're at the same place where they've always been whereas in all the women i can totally i feel them on this it's like for them, it just keeps getting incrementally pushed further and further and further, and they're getting more or less and less comfortable. Yeah. But to Frank, it's still off on games. To them, it's like, no, you just call me a slut. You're talking about my tits, and you slap my ass. Like, this is not fun for me anymore. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, but Frank it just thinks he's a big old kid, and that's what he does to his mom and his nana. And his nana. He pinches his nana on the bum. Look, there's nothing wrong. Pinch. Look, if your nana's cool with it, go ahead and pinch your nana on your bum, but on her bum. But Devon is not your mama. I'm sorry, I said bum. I said butt. There's nothing wrong with bum. Well, I don't know. Feels like very, feel like a 
feel like a 19th century newspaper boy. Buns. The governor smacked me on the bum. bum. Okay. <laughs> You're like James Corden. Oh, James. Um, I don't know why he's my he's my go-to for a British person now. He, he's so I, I don't know if I've even seen that guy speak, but he's just too he's British. Everywhere. I don't know. He's everywhere. I don't especially know. Especially in Los Angeles, it. see his posters on the wall everywhere. Oh gosh. James yeah, and especially Corden. on CBS. Oh yeah, doing a big push. Him. Can I talk? Can I have a little sidebar about? Please. A commercial. I don't know if you've been getting. It seems like it's a national commercial. It's Tell for me. mayonnaise that we keep seeing during Big Brother. I'm watching. I TiVo Big Brother. I'm getting the. I don't know how you're watching it, but at least in Los Angeles, we're getting this Hellman's or Best Foods mayonnaise commercial. That's like mayonnaise. How about instead of making a grilled cheese with butter on the outside of the bread and putting that on the bottom of the pan? Spread some mayonnaise and make that the and do that on the outside. That is crazy. I love that mayonnaise. Is, I love mayonnaise. You can't put enough ew, mayonnaise do? on a sandwich for me. But that ew. is crazy. Putting mayonnaise on the outside of a grilled cheese sandwich instead of butter. Get out of here, Hellman's mayonnaise. You're on notice. You're on slop this week, Hellman's. I don't know, Brett. I feel like I don't even know you right now. You like mayonnaise? Love mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is so disgusting. Incorrect. I have a girlfriend who I have over every week or so, and we make a specific dish, and then we talk shit, and it's a blast. And one time she requested egg salad sandwiches. So I had to buy a whole jar of mayo and I'm telling you, dipping the knife into that substance was too much for me to bear. I had to make her do it. I was like, I can't touch it. Now, egg- I will say once we finally made the egg salad sandwich, they were good. Oh, but- egg salad's gross. Like, that's, I mean, I'm just talking about turkey and cheese and mayo and all whatever you put on your sandwich. I'm not talking no. about your Goop. egg salad, <laughs> potato salad. Chicken salad, tuna salad. I mean, I, I eat a bunch of that, but. Wait, wait. Mayo on the this outside of bread? Question. Listen, this brings me to a question. Yes. Okay, you're in the Big Brother house. Mm-hmm. Everyone's mad at you for whatever reason. And you know you need to get on everyone's good side because mm-hmm. otherwise you're going up on the block. Yeah. What do you cook? The house guests. What's the Brett Raider specialty that's going to get everyone back on your side? You ready for this? I'm ready. Carne asada fries. Fries? Carne asada fries. Get a little carne asada on the grill. Fry that up. Put it on some fries, cheese, guacamole, salsa. That sounds amazing. It's delicious. Yeah, I I would keep you after that meal. Yeah. Carne asada fries? I've never even heard of such a thing. Girl, you got to come to California. Oh, so good. Clearly, so good. I'm going clearly. to San Diego in a few weeks. I can't wait to get into some carne asada fries. I'm sorry if you've been listening to this podcast for the last five minutes and you're like, what the hell are these people talking about? <laughs> Let's get back to Frank. I'm sorry. Well, I got I sidetracked by the horrible Listen, mayonnaise always- commercial. Well, here's the thing. They're always cooking in the house, and yeah. they always make me funny. It, all, it always makes me hungry. It always looks like they're eating cereal, and that makes me eat a bowl of cereal. I had one I, gained, I gained sympathy weight for the Big Brother house. 
<laughs> um, all right, let's get back. So yeah, Frank got a really honest edit. And I wonder, I think he's going to get home and watch that and see and hopefully learn and grow. Now, Frank also has a girlfriend right now, to my yeah. knowledge. The old home. lady. The old lady. Mm-hmm. I wonder how she's taking all this. I mean, I'm, I bet she has been victimized by some of these pinches and name calls. I bet she's like everyone else who, when you know someone or you're in a relationship with someone and someone else tells you they suck, you don't, you're in denial. You're like, there's no way. He's nice to me, so there's no way he's shitty to anyone else. No, I bet you she know? knows that. I mean, also, yeah. I'm, you know, just being in close quarters with people will make, will drive, not, not, not to defend him, but like, if I just, chewed gum and I cracked my gum all the time people would like the first week would be like fine and week four would be like he's gotta go he's gotta get out of the house (laughs) he chews his gum too loud yeah I agree but I think but it's I'm just talking about when someone comes at someone you presumably love I don't know Mm -hmm. if they've said the L word to each other but I'm assuming they're in a committed relationship and they said someone you love and someone tries to pop off on them or tell you things that you personally haven't experienced it's hard to believe someone else over your significant other yeah yeah so i mean i mean i was i kind of i started to like frank i started to like frank and now he's just he's annoying me too and it's just always fun how in big brother you have these initial reaction. You have these initial reactions to the people when you first are introduced to them, and then maybe a week or two later, you're like, "Oh, they're actually this person." And then mm-hmm. you get, and then it kind of solidifies around week three or four, and you're like, "Oh, Frank's actually a, a, an asshole." And I yeah, just, I and don't like it. I think it is just the thing. If he was more comfortable with them than they were with him, mm-hmm. now strategy wise. If you're Dave Vaughn and you went ahead of household next week, how are you strategically getting Frank out of the house? I mean, you'd want to go for a blind side, but I actually, I think everyone would be down for that. I don't know. Who's his biggest defender, Bridget? And she has, like, she, yeah. I mean, she's good at comps, but I think everyone else is sick and tired of him, too. Yeah, I think everyone would be happy, too. And also, he's like, Half of the house knows he's won two road kills already. If mm-hmm. he's going to be essentially this like third head of household every week or every yeah. other week, he's going to, you know, that's a lot of power. If he's going to be routinely winning these comps, that's like, whoa, we're just like going to be playing in this regular big brother game where also one player is just head of household every week and he's the same and it's the same player every week. That's like a lot yeah. of power. And I think, I think the house, even if they're, Frank fan, even if they're Pauly, I, I don't know how Pauly feels about Frank or, or James. I think they see him up on the block, and you know, you know what? It's it's either going to be now or it's going to be in week thirteen when there's like yeah. a few people left, and it comes down to who wins the final five veto or the final four veto, or whatever. And I don't want to play Frank again in this competition. I want to play Bridget, yeah, or maybe not Bridget. His profile is high enough and negative enough right now that the iron's hot. It's time to strike. I would put him on the block. You, but so immediately, so he'd have a chance to win POV. Actually, maybe not. Yeah, because it's so, especially with three nominees in the head of household. There's only two randos who get to be in 
the veto competition and it would be easy to talk to them and be like, you're going to do us a solid. If you win and you're, you know, Polly or whoever, you're going to do us a solid. Yeah. And I mean, Polly's girl doesn't like Frank. She could easily get into his ear and say, listen, this is the story. He's got to go. Yeah. Maybe I would backdoor him. I don't know. I'd have to sit with my alliance, the Brett pack, Mm -hmm. figure it out. But I mean, going into next week, I think right now it feels like a foregone conclusion that um, uh, Tiffany's going home. Mm-hmm. So unless something crazy happens at POV, yeah. but uh, yeah, once she's gone, I don't know who. I feel like Frank is the biggest target. Do you feel like Tiffany's really going to go instead of Bronte? That the eight pack is the eight pack really anti Tiffany? Like, now that Frank is um, kind of persona non grata with the eight yeah. pack and some of the heat is off of Tiffany, are they going to try and keep her because that's someone who's going to be going after Frank next week? Or, or, or well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, from what I can tell, it seems like everyone's holding pretty strong to Tiffany. Sure. Um, I mean, again, who knows who's going out for POV? It could be someone who could change that. I don't know. But... Or maybe POV is staying the same. So, uh, but I don't know. I think just people are like, this is the chance to get her out. She's yeah. not a so she's not good socially. No. really. She's with anyone. Yeah, she's fine with people, but so I think she. I think she's biting the dust. So that's yeah. my prediction. She's a less talented version of her sister. Good riddance. Yeah, I, she's she was a water one of my dumper. winner picks. I know. And when we play, but there's still mm-hmm. look. I just want to say one quick thing. Sure. Uh, Polly is very hot. <laughs> yeah, he's got that Cal Fury charm, baby. And he really reminds me of Jackie Junior from The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted. I made a note of that, and I wanted people. And I also thought Paul. I'm loving the Paul. Paul's Paul's getting better. You know what? It's getting harder. Line on the episode this week. Uh huh. It's getting harder and harder to resist Paul, but I'm still like I don't know. I could still take a leave, Paul. I'm fine with him in the game now. He gives he gives interesting. He gives animated DRs, which is fine because people are kind of so bad at them. I mean, I would love to again. I would love to see what kind of DRs Corey's giving. <laughs> so Corey, we can you describe this competition? Uh, I mean, so I uh, walk into the backyard and I see um, it's like a car, but a big car that you can live in. It's like a house car, a house car. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure he even gets the names of the stuff wrong. Yeah. I'm sure he calls it like BB Street murder <laughs> like he doesn't <laughs> but um i want to give a shout out to paul's really funny uh diary room after the horn star roadkill yeah. se- uh, session because he did really badly at it and he mm. was like i better be good at this i'm in a band and then it shows him being really bad at it and he was like oh no i guess my band sucks <laughs> <laughs> probably probably I thought it was great. He's self-aware. He's fun. I like yeah. Paul. Paul's. I'm a fan. Yeah. Um. Okay. Do we want to get into a little bit of this? Is this isn't really that spoilery, but about the feeds last night. Sure. I just have two other. I have three other things oh, that I want to bring up. Oh, please, Small please. thing from the episode I want to bring up. 
Yes. Okay. Nat- Bridget, sorry. Bridget turns the keys. I've nominated, um, <laughs> nominated Paul and I've nominated, um, Tiffany and I didn't want to. Okay, bye. Oh, also, if you want to come up into my room and talk about this over hot Cheetos, we can do that. What? About yeah. hot Cheetos? That's crazy. <laughs> well, she also said, because then she remembered that um, uh, Tiffany can't even eat hot Cheetos. She's on slop. Uh, so uh. she was like, or, um, or you know, slop, slop oatmeal or whatever. She had to, like, cover her ass. It was like adding insult to injury. Not only are you nominated, but you can't eat any of the food I'm offering as a as a sorry. What, what kind of piece, of, what kind of offering is that? Like, come into my room and we're going to talk over hot Cheetos like Winston Churchill and Stalin did in 1942. Yeah, that's Bridget's style. Friendship! Friendship is my strategy. Okay, next thing. Nicole choking on that water? (laughs) What are we doing? I know you gotta sometimes put in like a fun bit, but that just seems like mean. (laughs) Yeah, that was not good. Uh, Wasn't she alone? She was just alone. She was gonna pass out and die in the house and... All and for then our I was pleasure. just doing like goofy Big Brother music over her yeah. unconscious body in the bathroom. Back to what I mean. It's back to what we talked about last week. Anytime they talk about someone, you know, Frank and James are like psh, 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 and Zakia, and then they cut to Zakia and Zakia. It's like it could be from any point in the show, just like the most unflattering <laughs> half second of Zakia. It's it's crazy that they do that. I love it's so it. weird. I don't know. It's I just, love it. It's part. It's just like it's funny into to me. The base. The base the baser instincts um one last thing they gotta take as as much comedy as they can okay go ahead one last thing how is grandma meg feeling about james lee nada james i know i thought this as well and and they just cuddle constantly um i would love to get you know Meg lives in the city. I would love to get her oh over God. to Casa Gibson for uh-huh. a little Hey Julie sesh. Oh, it would be incredible. I'm sure she'd do it. I think she would too. Let me see what she I can do. Hit her up on out. Twitter. I Yo, know. if you listen to this podcast, find, I'm going to find Meg's Twitter handle right now. <laughs> Meg Maley Twitter. Here we go. Here we go. At Meg Maley. I would bond. At Meg Maley. Not, she's not verified Ouch. hit us up on twitter at b hey julie bb try and get ed meg Maley to come be on our show uh, yeah we could even let's start a twitter campaign yeah hashtag oh, campaign. though she is she is uh, her second tweet from the top is her first tweet that's not the pin tweet is an ebay auction to uh win a 15 minute skype chat with meg so i don't know if she does this stuff for free Okay. Well, maybe we have to have friends in common if she did sure. musical theater. So uh-huh. listen, let me see if I can work my magic. Or if you have $102.50, <laughs> you have three hours, 58 minutes, and 27 seconds to win a Skype chat with Meg Maley. Mm, too rich for my blood. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be great. Yeah, I don't I, I I assume Meg has moved on and uh, has guys beating down the door, so she's not too worried about it. But James is just, his flirt can't be stopped, and Mm. Natalie as well. I think 
it's ultimately going to benefit her more than it benefits him. <laughs> but I'd love to be proven wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't. We'll see how it goes. But it's nice there. to it's nice to see an unconventional relationship pop. I don't know why yeah, it's unconventional. Sure. Like it makes me sound really racist. But I just feel like no, but- a year ago James was cast. It was not stunt casting, but it was like, oh, isn't this funny? A short Asian guy is actually is like the down and dirty like a redneck, redneck. Yeah. and it's like, wow, these types don't line up. How funny is this? Isn't it like, you know? Like, and I'm sure last year I don't remember that much, but I'm sure a lot of what he did was played for before he kind of turned into the Captain Prank, prank. Master. <laughs> yeah, but like I'm sure a lot of it was like, oh, he's he's dumb, but you, you know. So, but I'm I'm glad to see him maybe find love in the BB house. Get a mother yeah. for his daughter. I know. It's he's broken barriers. Now whenever I think of a of a Korean American from the South, I think James. Yeah. That's what I that's what I do. Okay. Yeah. So um I think that's it for the episode for me. I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about before we kind of get into questions. I think that's and, it for me too, but I want to, I really th- thought it was a great episode. So I want to give yeah. uh, big ups to the BB editors. Yeah. Hashtag BB editors. Hashtag big up BB editors. I mean, they did turn, they turned that I mean, hashtag I mean into gold. Oh yeah. That was I trending. I didn't even notice. I would never have noticed something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you sit around um, okay, like, so editing, just, I'm sure the they feed. were, tr- oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go for it. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm sure when you when you sit around editing people all day, like I'm sure I think you've done video editing and I do a lot of audio editing yeah. for my job. You you pick up on everyone's vocal tics and you just I'm sure they're like, "Oh my god, they're trying to cut a conversation <laughs> because they only have 41 minutes of airtime. They're trying to cut a conversation of Corey and he says I mean every other word and the scene could be 45 seconds shorter if they cut it out." And that when yeah. know, one, day, one day they're just like, you know what? We're just going to make an I mean montage. Put it up as a uh-huh. hashtag. Ruin this kid's life forever. He'll never get a job again. <laughs> Corey. <laughs> Christmas Corey. Wait, yeah. so have you noticed Have you noticed any of my vocal tics? Um, I have to... I have to think about it. I mean, everyone All says, right. I mean, hashtag I mean. Everyone says, um, a, a lot. Um, I can get into it. This is like a another podcast to talk about like vocal all right tics. all yeah. right everyone keep your eyes peeled for brett's audio talks yeah. um coming out on a podcast near you yep <laughs> okay well then let's get to the feeds last night okay so uh if you're not if you don't want to talk about feeds if you want to hear about feeds uh thank you for listening hit us up on twitter at hey mm-hmm. bb and we'll uh, see you we'll talk to you on uh friday after uh the live eviction Okay. Okay, bye, Julie. Bye, Julie. Okay, now that they're gone. Okay. Now that they're gone. And also, they really shouldn't have left because this is not spoilery in the least. But okay. it's very fun. Um, last night was Zakia's birthday. Or maybe technically today is her birthday. But uh, so the Big Brother house guests got alcohol. Oh, yeah. And they all finally woke up, literally, not yet metaphorically, and had some fun and did stuff. I mean... These people just constantly sleep, and finally they were awake. They were choreographing dances. They were playing hide and seek. They were doing strip teases, lap dances. Polly gave Zakia a very sexy lap dance, and Ooh. she could not handle it. I'm sure he meant it, and I'm sure she meant it too. She was like, Ooh. "I think, 
Polly, it's magic Polly, you know? I think you've got a magic, magic Mike po- Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, and then Michelle, when she gets drunk, so Michelle has been an interesting player in that she's a fan. She actually knows things. Um, but she has yet to really assert herself and she's laying low in, I think, a smart way. But she hasn't been that fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But last night, everything changed. She got crunk. She got crunk. The sunglasses came on. The inhibitions left the body. And Michelle's drunken persona, Big Meech, came out. Oh, Big Meech? (laughs) Yes. And Big Meech is a multi-platinum award-winning rapper. Oh, wow. Yeah. Last night we got rap battles, baby. That's awesome. I I heard about this. Big Meech versus Paul. Who won? You gotta watch it. Big Meech, obviously. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but Paul Paul actually can he's pretty good at freestyle rapping <laughs> as many of the wonderful things. He's a wonderful man. He's good at everything. Oh, um Paul. he's good at that too. But M- Michelle, Big Meech, uh is so bad at rapping <laughs> that, <laughs> that they had no that choice. She's so good. Yeah, exactly. Well, hopefully we get a Big Meech uh, montage on either Wednesday's show or Thursday's show. In case we don't, here's a highlight. She goes to Paul, you think you're a fox? You didn't know about Pandora's box. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's great. Yeah, it was wonderful. And I just, I really wish, I know at a certain point it could probably get dangerous, but I wish they gave them alcohol every night and just let them be loose with each other, you know? Mm -hmm. It would ease the paranoia. It would make things more fun. Especially for the live feeders like me. Yeah, well, maybe, you know, maybe after last night, they're like, okay, we need to open this cast up a little bit. We need to let the engine loose a little bit and give them some more, give them some alcohol. So maybe here's, maybe we'll, we'll get some more fun nights like this because they're a bit of like a, they're a bit of like a downtrodden cast when they're not. They are. They totally are. That's why they need James, James's pranks. They need them. But, oh, here's another thing from the feeds that is important that happened because of Big Meech. So Big Meech is talking to Tiffany and she's like drunkenly talking about game. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, next week for sure, we're going to put Bronte up. And Tiffany's like, wait, I thought Bronte's going home this week. Because <laughs> she's, <laughs> and it's not right, it's her. And Big Meech is like, uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, so good. <laughs> that's great. Like, wouldn't this show be so much better if at least a couple nights a week they got were able to really get drunk and spill secrets? Mm-hmm. I don't like these spy girl secrets where it's like, I love math. That's my <laughs> secret. It's lame. I want to see the goss. The yeah. real goss come That out. was some good goss. Yeah. Do you... Yeah. Do, you do, do, do you feel ready? For questions? Ready for some questions? Yes, please. Okay, good. All right, guys, um, we got some really good questions today. And I want to remind everyone, please, you don't have to wait until we call out. Send in questions at our email, heyjuliebigbrother at gmail.com or at juliebb hey, Julie on Twitter. Bebe. Or hey, Julie. <laughs> We're bad. At the- Every time I try and say our Twitter handle, I mess it up. I thought it was pretty easy, but I guess not. It's not easy to say words if Julie Chen has taught us anything. No. So Was that a the first slap? Question- was that a backhanded... No, me, I would, I would 
I would never. Okay. I love her. She's a goddess that walks among us. Okay. Just check. Um, okay. So this is from at First Time Theater, who has a very funny, good Twitter account, by the way, if you guys want to check it out. Um, do you have a pet interaction you like to see on the feeds? I love catching people talking about their dreams. I'd love to know yours. And, well, as I said, I love seeing people get drunk and really spill about yeah. their lives. Uh, that's a really fun thing I like seeing on the feeds. And I will say there is something very relaxing to me about them cooking and eating oh, uh, bowls that. of stuff. When they're in the kitchen, bowls of stuff. I'm, on the no, opposite, I'm on the opposite camera. Oh, I, no, usually I love like, it. I usually like when they're on like the, the couches in the back patio. Usually some good conversations there or on the hammock. Um, as I've watched many, many seasons of Big Brother on the feeds, I've grown less and less. I care less and less about like the stuff people talk about like from their lives and stuff, or what jobs they've had, mm-hmm. what their sisters and brothers are like. I want to see mm-hmm. game talk. I also like people trying to organize things, like organizing meetings. That's always <laughs> exciting. When someone's like trying to organize a meeting with either the yeah. whole, I mean, even with the whole house, like it's so exciting when like, oh shit, a house meeting is happening. This is going yeah, to yeah. be great. Um, back in the old Jose days, back in the days <laughs> of our Messiah, there was before the house meeting that he actually called with like a bunch of randos in the room. He called, he tried to call a meeting a couple nights before at two thirty, and it was going to be everybody, but. Polly was invited. I think, <laughs> you know, everybody but basically the some of the eight pack and Polly. So it was basically like revolution, as well as um, Adam A. Devon or something like that. And they were uh-huh. going to do it in the safari room. And James uh-huh. decided. Small. James decided, <laughs> I'm going to hide in the room for this meeting, and it was so exciting, James. And Michelle too. They were both going to do it, and then Michelle's like, "I'm. What am I doing? I'm not. Doing, no, I'm not going to sit underneath." He needed couch. a drink. She needed Big Meech's confidence. Yeah, she. Yeah, she also was just like, "I'm not going to sit." The meeting was supposed to take place in an hour, and James, of course, is like, "I'm going to sit here for five hours." And he hit <laughs> underneath the couch and just sat there for a while, and then was like, "This is stupid," and got up. But I was getting ready to sleep <laughs> really late to see if James was going to sit in the safari room. For potentially hours until this meeting was over and everyone had left the room, but so that was yeah. that was a good feed thing that I. Those liked. are fun. Yeah, I want to say one other thing I really enjoy, which is when, and it's hard because I think the camera people have to have the patience, um, or the producers or whoever is doing the live feeding. But I love when someone's alone and the house is really getting to them mm-hmm. and they just talk. I find that very exciting. Yeah, it's always good. Yeah, too. Yeah, that's I, always good. I, and from either if it's serious when they're venting, like Tiffany, or when it's just fun, like when Paul had his talk show. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes they're, and sometimes they talk about, sometimes they're like, this is a D, like a free DR sesh where I can explain to the live feeders, the people who actually care about strategy and stuff, I can explain to them like what I'm trying to do in this game right now. And yeah. Um, I think Frank has been doing that, not all the times, but he's been doing that early in the mornings. And I think he did that during his season as well. He'd get up early in the morning, go out to the backyard or something like that and be like, all right, here's like where, where my head's at. Here's how I'm like, here's what my strategy is right now. And uh, it's I, great. That's good. That's I would do that. If you put me on Big Brother, I would talk to the feeds 
uh, by myself a lot of the time because I'm sure people oh my would gosh. not like being in a room. I'd have to talk to someone who understood me. Yeah. <laughs> you, the Feedsters, right. you understand. We have an... Yeah. We have... Uh, let's have time for one more question and it's from at Seth Gammon one oh. And it's, who do you want to win right now? Who entertains you the most right now? I will say Paul, without a doubt, entertains me the most right now, other than Big Meech. <laughs> um, Paul has been... He's hes a feast for the eyes. Mm-hmm. I've done a total 180 and now I think he's very sexy. Um, he's funny. He's floating along. He explained his strategy to be Mr. Fun, and I think it's working. So he entertains me the most right now. I think Zay entertains me the most. She's just so good. She's just quality. He's great, but she's had a tough week where I'm like... I don't really... I'm not entertained by her being harassed. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, but um, but she's just she's just so real, you know? Yeah, she's a natural. She's totally great. Um, and then who I want to win right now? I don't know who I want to you know, win. You right know, I wouldn't now. mind if... I wouldn't mind if Sakia... Yeah. ...really got her head in the game and stopped so good. I know Paulie gave you a lap dance and your mm-hmm. eyes are hearts right now for him. But if she stayed focused, I would love to see Zakia take it home. You know who I want to get cutthroat in like three or four weeks? Who? Big Meech. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would love to see. Will. I'd love to see her turn it on. I think she's purposefully just hanging low right now. And I would love mm-hmm. to see her turn it on and win the game. Uh, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah, those are, my, those are our picks right now. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? Things could change. But for right now, that's what I'm feeling. Yeah, so um, that's it for this week. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter at HeyJulieBB. Share it with a friend, a coworker, a loved one who likes Big Brother. We're, we're yeah, nice if, you have, if you have an extra minute and you want to rate, subscribe, oh, or leave us a little review on iTunes, we'd love that. We noticed we got a couple more, and we oh. really appreciate it. Yeah. so sweet. Awesome. <laughs> Send us an email at HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. And you can follow us personally. I'm at Danny Mop on Twitter. I'm at Brett Rader, R-A-D-E-R. And, and uh, we'll be... Yeah. Get Meg we'll Mailey doing, on this show. Yeah, we'll try. We're going to try really hard. Uh, our next Hashtag episode will probably hey, go Meg. up... Sorry. <laughs> our next episode will probably go up on Friday after the live eviction. We're very excited. Yeah, very exciting. Um, awesome. Uh, thank you so much for being you today, Danielle. <laughs> you too, Brett. Okay. Uh, enjoy your mayonnaise sandwich. No. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> All right. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.